I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. Morning. It's Monday, January twenty third, two thousand twenty three. Here for episode eighty three. Three is your wild. Of what do we know? I'm Dan Broskell here with Dave Geller on a not beautiful wintry mix of a Monday. How you doing, David? I'm doing great. Great to be here. It's a little moist outside. Rolling in here quite casual, David. What's uh, the story? I'm wearing shorts. Are you wearing socks? No socks. No socks. No socks. Shorts. You got some like LLB moccasins sweaty, on. Sweaty, sweaty shirt. Just because you just came from yoga. Yogurt. Yoga. Uh, Lexington or, or Woburn? LPY Woburn. What kind of class was it? It was a Jen Geller special. Thanks for the yoga. invite, buddy. I, Thanks for the invite. It, well, wow. I told you I was going excluded. To, it was short notice. She subbed for someone, so I, Listen, I surprised I'm her. Not I'm not busy at nine fifteen. Oh, right. I'll get you next time. See how it is? Oh man! Wow. Uh, I would. You do. Anyways, you do you. Um, I want to wish you a happy year, of the rabbit. Happy rabbit year. You, we have lots of rabbits around. It's bunnies. The, Bunnies. It's the it's the Lunar New Year, as it you know. The lunar it's you're the bunny, rabbit. Lo- yeah. I have a good friend who's Taiwanese, and um, he posted something like, "Happy Year, the Rabbit." And I play that basketball with him, and my wife's like, "Hey, make sure that you wish him a happy Rabbit Year, Lunar New Year." When yeah. I see him, he's also I know he, uh, I also know he's like a pretty devout Christian who goes to church. So I'm huh. like, "Hey, like, do you actually celebrate Year of the Rabbit culturally?" He goes, "I do." That's great. And he's like, "Well, I can't keep track of all the Jewish holidays." I'm like, "Well, there's a billion Chinese people, yep. and there's 18 million Jews, so it's it's okay, and we have a lot." And then we played some basketball. That's pretty funny. Did he hop like a rabbit? Uh, he is he is quite athletic, yeah. but um, yeah, I think I think I probably got the better edge of that matchup, uh, you know, last night. But you know, as I said to you just now, like when I play hoop Sunday night and I roll home at eleven, yeah, you are like I don't fall asleep at eleven oh one. So you, you I, do I, not, I, I do not. Yeah, no, it yeah, takes yeah. a while to kind of wind down. And I'm yeah. hot, and I got to shower, and I got to eat, and I got to fuel up, and I got to recover. And I'm like, never right, a good right. scene rolling into Monday on on short sleep and fatigue. But I guess it happened. You look good. Thanks, buddy. You look good. That's like um, you look ready to go. Right, I'm ready to see you. Uh, mo- most importantly, and I'll go first. Yes. Um, the reason I was up a little bit later than usual last night is I had to finish season four of Fauda. Oof. And. I crushed the whole thing. Did it deliver? From Friday to Sunday past midnight. And it was, I'm sorry, it's it's still the best show of all time. Um, everyone's a little bit older. I mean, they came out seven years ago for the first time. But mm-hmm. I mean, it delivers on every front from Janine to Brussels to 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 Lebanon and it's it is ridiculous and good and you you damn right there'll be a season five and the best part of this is I was messaging Bornstein back really? and forth all the time. Oh thanks for leaving me out about, of that about, one. About I was up. You don't watch it dude. You told me you didn't watch it. Well, I started it. I just didn't what, get season it. one? Probably. Well I think I got it too. I just dropped it for other stuff. Start again. I will. I'll do it again. I'm I in. watched all three seasons to mm. prepare myself again and I can watch the, I can watch that. Well let me watch it. Then we'll have a three way Fowder conversation with you me and Bornstein. I mean that's a podcast which must Let's happen. do it. Oh, I'm, my I'm gonna start tonight oh my goodness actually yeah i'm in i'm all the way in yeah so that was that was you know between I'll finish by 2024 maybe you will the year i know, of, I know the how quickly you watch whatever things. the next year <laughs> whatever the next thing is <laughs> so fat it was great um but you know how was how was what have you been up to it's been two weeks stuff you went away for the holiday weekend which was only last weekend it feels like it was so is that much when it longer was? Wow. ago yeah we did a little um 
Do we ski? Yeah, we. I ski think you skied, right? We actually didn't ski last weekend. We you went, went to up there, but then we brought Maddie to ski with her with the uh, youth group. But wasn't that on Monday? Didn't you go up on Saturday? We went up on Friday night and didn't ski. We didn't ski Saturday. We could, sh- and we dropped her off, and she skied all day Sunday. So what did you do on Saturday? You did, no, we just hung out. We there was did. no escape room. That was a previous we just, visit. We just did. We dubbed around. Did we, you buy any figurines? We went. We we did, we, we did some shopping. Um, figure. What do you mean like figures? Like big Santas? Any big Santas or any big nutcrackers? We've or actually any found big, they know, have dwarves, some really you know? great um, thrift stores up there with some with some finds. I think if you know if you know what you're looking for. But we, you, we just dumped around. Went downtown. Going th- you're going thrifting now. We went. Well, Jen likes to thrift. Jocelyn loves to thrift. Oh, yeah, well, I knew that. Um, Jocelyn is like a thrift. Queen. queen um we went to zebs actually we went into zebs excellent like, and there was no line like there's you know since covid there's been a line outside all the time and they sure. don't let somebody they, there's like a like a number taker sure in going out. we know we just went in just for just heck of it and it's still delivered i used to always walk in there i don't i know how often you went to zebs but upstairs on the second floor in the back there was a cd right dating myself because we went with the girls and it was by a guy like a local guy who's it was like a moose he's saying like moose songs and I used to always go up there. And you could play the tracks on the CD. This is like you know pre, uh, you know iPods and everything. And and I would always go up there and I would play like number four, which was I go nuts, I go bananas over nuts nuts about bananas. And I would always go up there and play it multiple times over and over and over again. And the girls would would laugh and then get you know a little annoyed. And, and the person behind the desk would look at me like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" And I just but it's not there anymore. So I they well did. the song must exist somewhere. Oh, it is on Spotify. I found What's it. What's it called? I, it's um I go bananas over nuts and nuts over bananas. But anyways, good day. You went, are you are went to the Penguin store. Hold on, you are a fountain of information about songs. Artists, musicians, and movies that literally nobody else knows. I just, I know, I it's know, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I was one, this guy You're the one gift CD. that keeps on giving. I think I actually bought the CD. You 100% bought you could, the CD. You know, I just... Um, no, it just it was. What just, kind of music is it? Is it's it just like kids' it's, music. It's kids' music. It's okay, like, yeah, all right. It's it was like, like mixed, ironic, yeah. you know, indie. I, yeah, you, know, you can check it out later. Mountain rock. No, no, no. It's nothing, okay. it's nothing you would want to actually buy, um, but I did. And then we just you know hung out. We went out to dinner. I feel we went. Actually, last time we went there, we went to Cafe Noche. Have you ever been to Cafe Noche? It's a Mexican restaurant. Can you tell on me the, the story in. about the breakfast thing. No, that was a different that one. That was a different anyways, one. Yeah, I don't, I've never been to Cafe no, Noche. Anyways, it was. A, it's all good. We had a good. What'd time. you get? Beans. Actually, I got like a veggie burrito, which did not live up live up. To, actually, that was the time before. Did not live up to expectations. I'm sorry to hear that. Went to a different breakfast place. Beers, beers, which is on the way in on Route 16. What's the word? Beers, B E A. Bees, like bees. I call it bees. It's bees. It sounds like you're saying beers. I know. I just said that. Bees. bees. All right. Knees <laughs> bees, and that was good breakfast, and I got more bang for my buck for for a little less money, and it was great. It was a great time. But there's no double yoker up there, unfortunately. No double, no yoker. double yoker. Eggs are expensive, huh? I heard. Yeah, you want? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they, I've noticed. Everyone's tweeting about it uh-huh. between the avian flu and uh, and everything else going on. What? Um, whatever. Okay. What avian flu? <laughs> avian flu like twenty five percent of the donate your of chickens in the United States. So they donate your eggs. There we go. Um, and you? What that you, was two. Week, that was two weekends ago. Well, yeah, with MLK. Which, I mean, again, last Monday we were off, and it feels like it could have been a year ago because, like, every week is a year, as we always say. Um, I will say we we went downtown on MLK. It was beautiful, snow globy. We saw the new statue. Um, we went to Primark and just walked around. I, I love taking the tea downtown. Yeah, those are nice. Um, some nice pictures you posted. Uh, I think my wife posted snow. those. But it was good, always yeah. good to like get out of the house and do some fun stuff. And I, I have this great association from when I was a kid, like just like taking the tea into Boston on snowy days and enjoying it. It was really sort of satisfying to do it. You know, again, you know, with my kids. Um, we actually met some friends out last Saturday. 
um, at Common Craft. Have you been there yet? In, no, but I'm I'm actually you're like the third person to tell me it's worth going. It to. was it was good. It was um. In fact, well, I jumped the gun. Maybe it isn't worth going. No, to. it's really it's really it's a great space, and I actually like it. Unfortunately, for the locals, better than Revolution Hall because. Um, oh my goodness. It's just a great it space. It's a great space. There's food too, though, right? There's food too. It's great food. Is it the same idea where you just order and you pick it up at different counters? Or they bring it to you. You just kind of click. You kind of, kind of. I don't know how they feel where you are. I know each each area has like a little, like one of those little things you on your phone. You 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 get the menu off that, right? You take a picture of it. QR code. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. And um, they bring it to you, and they have, and there's like inside there's two different beer places, which are which are local brewers that they rotate. Like you know, almost like we went to a beer truck basically yep. on tap, and then there's a wine place. One thing they didn't have, unfortunately, they had, they had cider, but I wish they had mead. But it's good stuff, and it's just a great crowd. And, You're and a it's, true believer. Yeah, you, you ever go to our house growing up in um, Austin? No, but I know. I, but I know. You, know, you walk in yeah, there, yeah. you use couches. It's really casual. It just it, it was like a mix between like wooden tables and couches, and it just really is this our house? Good or space. Craft? No, um, Comic not Comic Craft. Craft. Is, was it, it busy? It was. It, it, it was pretty busy, yeah. Like there's one, it, you know, there's not a ton of places to sit. There's a some big rooms where you can kind of just gather. And, and they have games there, ski ball, and people play Uno. It's really, it's really, uh, ball? yeah, yeah. Free? It's you really a it. comfortable space. Um, I go. It's a nice place. I'm know. interested. What's crazy about that area is it's exploded. You, you know, I mean, it, it took Sears and, and think they, about and, the and, old days. When you think about the, the evolution of that mall, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, they, they just divided Sears up into a billion places, and there's all these rest. There's like three restaurants right where Sears was. It's pretty, if not four. I can't name them all, but um, listen, people are going to be living in the in malls now because this is. I I mean, I, 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 mean, I would I you I would a hundred percent like. I mean, buy I could, a condo in like a mall or like a. Well, you can buy area. that. You can live right across. You can live over there, at Wegmans. I mean, I get yeah, no, it, I so, could live there. Um, but yeah, I think there's something. I think I just have, right now. I'm thinking about. I think you're alone now. I think that's playing in your head. The track and you're going to the mall and uh, you know. See, who, I don't. Who's saying that, that song? When I'm going to I the, think you're alone now. Does it? Okay. Be and that's yeah. more of your. That's in your head right now. As you're walking <laughs> through the mall. Yeah. Um, All right. I don't go to the mall anymore because I'm old. Last time I got my iPhone fixed, I feel like I'm a senior citizen because everyone there is like 12. <laughs> um, other, other other intro, uh, we haven't talked about it. I went to the new New Balance track oh. that they built across from Warrior Ice Arena. Yep. And for those of us and Dave, you and our listeners that have spent many hours at the Reggie Lewis Track Center, mm. which is like was considered like the premier indoor track space in new england if not the world new balance is just like a cathedral hmm. of betterness yep. than the reggie lewis so we were there a couple weeks ago for one of warren's dcl meets um and then it's just it's just there's like luxury boxes elevated seating and it's so airy and light and ventilated and cold hmm. and then we were at the reggie lewis on friday for the state relays and it was like a hundred thousand degrees and crowded but hmm. I got to witness history as uh, Orrin and the 4 by 100 team set the school record, which is very exciting. Um, That's great. That being said, Bedford is a small town. The school records in town of Lexington are probably a lot faster, um, but it was a great achievement for those boys who were looking for And they should improve on that time both this year and next year because three of those kids are juniors. So that's very mm -hmm. cool. So congratulations to Orrin uh, and Carter and Clap Johnny. Up. Uh, and Josh and Carter, who, who Carter Rausch, uh, son of our friend Gretchen, had set the school record for the 600, I think, um, a week beforehand, so he's, he's following in some athletic right. footsteps. And I saw him running yesterday on his off day. Said Orin. Last boring note is that I went to six basketball games this weekend, and um, the halftime score at our last game last night was two to zero. 
only because there was a buzzer beater at the end of the first half for the first basket. What are you talking game. about? Is this your own game or it's one of the kids' no, games? No, it was a child game. So a 2 nothing halftime score. Who was playing that which game? I'm not going to tell no, you who nobody. it was. Um, <laughs> then there was a 6-2 lead for Winchester. A thrilling 6-6 end of regulation, David. <laughs> a thrilling 8-8 end of the first overtime, at which point I went home to make dinner, and the final score after... Still going. Two OTs, which is 48 minutes of basketball for uh, 10-year-olds and 9-year-olds, was 10-8 to Bedford victory. Wow. So that was just God's work. When Maddie played last year, oh two years ago, there was there was it was it was two zero at the halftime. That was Maddie's one basket. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's basketball and then there's, and then there's basketball. I kind of I Riveting. almost hoped it was zero zero at the half, just so I could take a picture and be like, this happened, and we've reached like peak sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but David, it, not only is it the lunar new year, lunar new year, um, but our, our cycles are also tied to the moon. They so are it's also Rosh Chodesh. They are Rosh Chodesh. It is yeah, the today. new month. And the month that it is, Shabbat. David, is Shabbat. Thank Bam! You. Got it. So we have Tevet. Now we have Shabbat. Shabbat, famous for a very particular holiday, which happens in two weeks, David, called. What happens on the 15th of Shabbat? Oh, my gosh, David. You went to Hebrew school. You remember. I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm having a moment here. I've the got, New Year I forgot of what month. the trees, David. Oh, Tuba Shabbat. Sorry. Tuba Shabbat's coming. Of course. I would just, I would just have a blank of... Uh, and I would, I would venture to guess that probably a ha- half of our listeners... Tuba Shabbat. Maybe half. Do, do you think half of our listeners are Jewish? You think half? <laughs> Maybe um, more than half. Let's see. Uh, if we count our family, <laughs> yeah, half. Well, we're just main listeners. So um, it's Rosh Chodesh Shvat. It's the first day of the month of, of Shvat. The moon was new. Um, <clears throat> the very famous Mishnah, which I'm sure you've heard before, David, is that there are, in fact, four New Years. Arba'a, Rashi, Shana. There are four New Years. The first of Nisan, which is the new year for kings and the festivals. Mm-hmm. So when you measure the king's reign, yes. even if he starts on the day before, it counts as a full year when the year resets, kind of like for tax purposes. Uh, on the first of Elul, which happens, mm. you know, August-ish, the new year for the tithing of animals. Uh, the first of Tishrei, right? Rosh Hashanah, as we celebrate, the new year for years. Yes. Or as we learn, the creation of the world was in Tishrei. And the new year of trees, on the 15th of Shabbat. And there was, of course, a disagreement between Hillel and Shammai. I knew that. Hillel said, we're going to celebrate it on the 15th. And Shammai said the first. And I always learned the reason why Shammai said the first and the 15th. Do you remember? Did you ever learn it? No. Okay. So the, I think what I, what I had always thought and heard and been taught, which is probably half true, is that Shammai said that the, the buds come out on the trees in Israel on the first of Shabbat, and that's when you celebrate the new year. Mm-hmm. And Hillel said, no, no, it's when the blossoms come out two weeks later mm. that we celebrate the new year. Mm. Um, and this is a great example of yes and. Yes. Because the Talmud goes a step farther. And this actually, I, this is very pretty. According to the Jerusalem Talmud, the significance of the new year for the trees is that until Tuba Shabbat, the trees live on the water of the previous year. So until the first of Shabbat or the fifteenth of Shabbat, they're sustaining themselves on the water of the prior year, and the water of the coming year comes afterwards, which I thought was kind of nice. That's pretty. But I guess the question is, why does why does it matter that there's New Year for trees, other than the fact that we can plant trees for the JNF in Israel and get some what, money. what is the actual significance? I have some trees. How many trees do you have? You planted in Israel? 
I have a bunch of I mean, when I was a kid, a lot more. And like on my behalf for things, yeah. like probably a lot more. How many have I purchased for the JNF recently? A uh, very small number. Um, when you go to Israel, David, you'll have the opportunity to visit the Can I visit my JNF trees? forest, visit your trees. Could, I, like, could they actually find my tree? Uh, I think that you're supposed to be able to find the grove in which oh. your tree was planted. Could I, can I redeem my tree like my bonds? Like take it back with me? You want to redeem the tree like an Israel bond? I don't think it's possible. They probably don't pay interest I haven't on even it. I have renewed any of my bonds. They're just laying around my bonds. Your Israel bonds? Israel bonds. Just cash them in, buddy. They're all around. I don't even, I, they're, they're going to save the bonds. How can I actually sprinkle? find those bonds? Because I, I have all these certificates or not. I have like half, some I have, some I don't. Can I, can I actually go on the Israel I, website and redeem my bonds? I'm I don't, talking like I don't, I don't think, well, are they bearer bonds? Like, must you be in the possession of them? I you don't might know. Have People to. donated them you know, for my, you know. Of course, you remember. Like, where, like, what do I do with them? Are they you just can dead? cash them in. What are they worth? Money. Well, it's just like a U.S. Oranges. bond. Like you buy it for a value, and then it, it, it increases after it matures. And it, you I, know, I think it I have a bunch of U.S. bonds laying around too. How do, how do I find those? There's off, off. Uh, off I mean, there's yeah. nothing. I mean, listen, there's nothing more exciting than finding a bond. Like, oh my gosh, and you can actually see how much it's worth. No, I wonder. I got to find bucks it. is worth like two hundred. I like, got to find these bonds. Years later, right? You should find those bonds. I'm going to after this. After I do other things. Anyways, back to Tubishvat, fifteenth, first, fifteenth. I can't believe, like. Do you actually have like piles of un, un, unredeemed bonds lying Not around? On, like, I don't have the certificates, probably, but from my bar mitzvah, must I got like how many bonds did I get from my bar mitzvah? You got Israel? a lot because I mean, that's, that's that's what people tons, got back then. Tons. Yeah. You know, I ask got, your mom. Ha! <laughs> she has them in the box. She does not. <laughs> she does not. No, she doesn't. No, I check the walls in Auburn. You know? I, I, I trust me, I've done that. No, anyways, no, that's go on with your um with your Mishnah, Talmud. And we're gonna belong here. Um, but it's all about the the the, the cycle of Shemitah, right? So every seven years, yep. you're supposed to let the land lie fallow and not plant. Yep. Um. So in in the seven year cycle, um, in the first, second, fourth, and fifth years, the farmers have to set aside the first tithe for the Levites. Okay, yep. uh, and the second tithe is brought in the, uh, and and the, and then in those years the tithe is brought into Jerusalem to be eaten. In the third and the sixth years, the maasar is given to the poor people in the lieu of the maasar and the maasar sheni. So actually, you must know what year it is in order to give the appropriate tithing to either the the priests or the musicians or the poor people. So you have to start that counting somewhere, and we started in Shabbat. So there we go, which All I didn't right. know. I didn't know, I didn't know musicians got, got um, a portion. Weren't the Levites the musicians? The Cohen's were the priests. The Levites were the musicians. Were they musicians? Were they the musicians? I could be wrong about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, 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 you're probably... Cohen and were the priests. You're not, yeah, but and I weren't the Levites the, the musicians? I guess I didn't know that that's what it was their main... You run into the wall of me forgetting what I've learned. Yeah, which no, 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 you're right. Every day. I'm, I'm just I'm learning, probably not learning anyway, as we go. I like the I come, water. Here, I come here to learn. I, I, I come here to pretend like I know things. Um, David... What's up with prescription shortages and medication sh- pain medication shortages? It's bananas. It's not. I don't, it's every. It's just. It, it's 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 antibiotics. It's ADD. Meds. Is it everything? It's not everything. Why? Why? I, why? 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 I, you know. You, I'm gonna hold I, you accountable I, for I don't, shortages. I don't. I could Google it. I I don't know. I didn't know, know why. I'm gonna guess it was a uh, like a supply. I think it was probably like a supply chain. How thing. do you deal with that? Like what? Like what? What's well, a what mess? Well, I think what happened when I'm just gonna surmise and we can I can look at this later. But during COVID. The number of prescriptions that we wrote for for anti-infectives went way way, way down. down. So they probably you know ramped down the production, sure. and then things hit us bam this six months, and they they couldn't keep up with stuff. It's been, and I think that above your average your average antibiotic cycle, 
some people were probably over prescribing for viruses that were hitting kids harder, which they didn't need antibiotics for, and that and that um, you know took away from the supply. And we had a lot, we had a lot more infections this year. I mean, tons and, uh, and uh, some significant ones that need a lot of antibiotics. Should have been predi- <clears throat> should have been predictable that they would come back up once masks came off. Of course. I mean, I don't, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how. How that. And I, I can't. Even, I don't understand why you can't ramp stuff up. But yeah, it's been. It's, it's been a. It's been a poop show for the past two. So months. how often do parents say to you, "Hey, I can't get meds"? Uh right now it's it's tailing down. But if you went if you went back um, a month, it was every day. And what about um, wh- what about pharmacies that call you and say we're out? How often does that happen? Uh, up until you know, it, it's getting a little better, but yeah. it was every day. That's crazy. We were calling. So then, what do you do when someone says, "I don't have any"? Do you say go somewhere else? So there's an alternative, you know, for infection, ear infections, there's like a, there's like, you know, three or four, you know, top drugs, amoxicillin being the first one. And in people who didn't have amoxicillin, pharmacies didn't have amoxicillin, they didn't have the second and third line drugs. So we were, we were reaching into fourth and fifth lines that weren't always um, effective. We were trying to, you know, give kids tablets you could crush up. Parents were driving all around creation, calling pharmacies because we couldn't keep doing it. We were giving, some people were giving parents three scripts for three different antibiotics when we went to the pharmacy instead of us calling it in and they said we don't have this they would say well how about this and how yeah, about yeah, this got it and some pharmacies we were calling in the morning and saying give us what you have you were know? there some like secret pharmacies that usually had it in stock like oh go to the go to the one at Wegmans. That's what you thought. Not, yeah. yeah, I mean some did did pretty well, but then some you know there was there's different concentrations of antibiotics, and I forget if you we, you were involved in one of this, but I heard you on a call once when we yeah. were in the Bruins game. You're like, how yeah. about this? How about this? Yeah. How about this? Yeah, what are the ratios? Just, blah, yeah, blah, blah. It, so you you have to really be um, creative, and the pharmacists unfortunately have been put to the wall on, to, on top of everything else, um, trying to deal with unhappy parents and you know frustration, and they were um, you know putting it back a lot on us, and we so we had to keep we had to keep um, kind of you know figure out you know. What to send, where to send, and parents were really. Were you trying to prescribe less because of it, or? or That's a great question. You know, some people. You know, I kind of pride myself, and I think our office on not overcalling infections and just just not prescribing because you have a gooey nose for a day, two days, or. But some people were. You know, if your ear wasn't that bad, for example, you know, and the kid child wasn't you know a certain age, high risk for bad infection, maybe weren't prescribing right away because you want to see if it got better on their own because. A ton of a lot of ear infections will get better better on their own. I, but I might have mentioned this before: is the ear infections that I have seen this year have been subjectively the worst ones I've probably Ooh. ever seen. And I said, you know, my daughter Maddie could diagnose these. They're just so They're just blatantly red, yeah. just awful. So we had to prescribe medicines and. And um, does, that, does that cycle? Like, are there years when the ear infections are just worse? Or this it's is very like, subjective, right? This is very. Well, subjective. I'm, I, we respect your opinion over here, David. But You're these, the I've never seen. I mean, again, during 2002, during 2020, I prescribed amoxicillin once in the, in like that whole cycle, once for one ear infection, once an hour. And we, I mean, the, 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 we have parents calling saying, "My child has had a fever for three or four days. We already saw them three or four days ago. You know what's going on? So well, let's check them out because they could have an ear infection. They have an ear infection, and it's an awful ear infection. And these kids need to be treated. And you know we're we're running through antibiotics now very quickly. Um, you know, usually in the wintertime we, we we treat a lot of ear infections. This is you know that plus more. Um, is there also a run on adult? 
We, Antibiotics? That, no, it, or is it's it just been, kids. It's been much. That's a. It's been, I th- I, for me, it's been much easier if the kid can swallow pills. So right. Can, so I say that's way more accessible. Way more accessible. But is jump, that an option for? Can you can you pill, can you pillify any child dosage no. or kids just don't like there's it? There's chewable. There's certain medicines that are chewable. Yeah. And there's certain medicines that are tablets. But there's yeah. certain medicines that are capsules. Um. So you could. That's a. You could pillify a lot of stuff. I like how I made a new verb. Yeah. Pillify. You could. And I've done that. The other thing is that is there was no yeah pain medicine. Just saying like like Tylenol and, yeah. and my ibuprofen that was crazy, that and people I think people just were going in they got they got a heads up they were just cleaning places out and to have to have it on online this is on top of the on, on the formula shortage for us Unreal. which was crazy so, Unreal, man yeah it's just but you know but do you feel like it's getting a little bit better right I think yeah it's getting a little less we, we were literally less every yeah. every everybody we sent in for like a good month we expected them not to have it no matter what pharmacy no matter what pharmacy That's crazy yeah. And then we would up it up. But yeah, Wegmans was a good one. Theater in Lexington was a good one. Not, not to drop names, but I did. Uh, you know, oh, I'm just speculating Wegmans. Okay, cool. All right. Nice. Yeah. So, all good. Yeah, but it's getting a little better. But yeah, it's been busy. I mean, stuff that you don't expect, right? It's like, it's like, oh, you need an oil change in your car, and then you realize there's no oil, and there's no filters, and there's no... Like, <laughs> nice try. Like, oh, I wasn't even thinking about that. And, and, and when Geller goes in, there's no brakes. There's no brakes. There are brakes. I'll take that. Good memory. But I got an oil change yesterday. I'm like, if there's no weight, I'm going to go in. And then you go, oh, Jeffy Lou. And what did they, what did they try to sell you? Nothing. No. David, I know how it works over there. They, I, I do a good job. I do a good how job. How much you pay? What are you talking about? You go to 40, 80, or 120. We're not talking about how much of the oil change. I did a, I did a good job. It All was right. good. I okay. used to coupon. Oh. I used to coupon. There we go. Yeah, coupon. Um, what else is going on? L- lots of eyes on the school budget here in Bedford. Uh, we had a very lengthy hearing last week, including with like 50 in-person attendees, which almost never happens even before COVID. Um, currently, the guideline that we got is 3.5%. The budget as it now sits at 4%. Um, Mike Rosenberg wrote a lengthy article for the system, oh, which is actually that. pretty accurate about the discussion that ensued, um, including some uh, elimination of staff positions due to a lower enrollment at the Davis School. Again, we're talking about compared to two years ago, three years ago, 180 fewer students in the school than there were because it'll be three consecutive years of very low kindergarten enrollment. How um, many? 108, 180? 180, 170. Why is that? We're going from kindergartens of 200, 205, What's to 135, 140. It's cyclical. And there's a big bubble that you know it reflects the housing stock and who's moving here and housing developments. Um, and uh, you know, it just it's a cycle of, of who moves new as kids and, 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 and all that and teardowns and constructions. And there's a lull. And even if there's some new you know, developments approved or, or homes or teardowns that folks move in, it'll be years before those numbers recover. That's what I think. Um, hmm. So despite the fact that enrollment is down, uh, the operating costs, like they've gone up across the board everywhere, increased almost 18%. So usually you might see a 5% increase, a 6% increase in operating costs. Um, 18% is huge, probably a couple hundred thousand dollars right there. And also, um, we took out of the budget for the first time in a few years a, a, uh, a reserve to cover special education costs of a couple hundred thousand dollars. So the entire difference between 35 and 4% is due to the operating cost ex- uh, escalation and the transfer f- uh, you know, request coming back into the school budget. Um, but even so, like, why does the budget grow when enrollment decreases? It's because the lane school is still a pretty big. Numbers are going up at the middle school and the high school. But overall, if you project seven or eight years, the overall enrollment of the schools in Medford is going to decrease by probably 20%. Hmm. 
to close to 2000 from the peak of like 2700, 2800, um, no matter what happens here with housing, which is really interesting. Um, and again, those numbers will recover. Um, but again, a couple of years ago, we had schools that were bursting at the seams mm. and we had to build additions. Uh, now we have schools that will begin to see some relief. You know, Davis now, Lane starting, uh, you know, once the fifth grade leaves and then it will move up to the middle school. We'll see some relief in some high school. Mm. Um, so that will impact our conversations moving forward. Um, the budget's not done. We're going to hear about it again tomorrow. We're going to vote it tomorrow. Um, see where it goes. Um, but a lot of interest. And whenever people hear the word cuts, they get really, um, they get really fired up. Um, and I would just say, like, I think most of these cuts will be people who retire as opposed to like, hey, you're, you're, you're going to be let go. Um, <clears throat> but worth pointing out, in a town like Belmont, where their class sizes are much larger than ours, they're being asked to cut 20 or so staff positions hmm. and $2 million in cuts from the budget, as opposed to us, who will be getting another million and a half dollars and just you know maybe getting rid of a position or two in the end of the day. So I think we do a good job. And um, you know, so, so is it's it not the glorious work that we do, but it is interesting, and, and we get down in the weeds about all the numbers, and uh, it's interesting, and I, and I enjoy that process. So it's a packed house. It was just unusual to have that many <coughs> attendees, <coughs> and um, <coughs> sorry. Um, another difference, like there just weren't a, there weren't a lot of people watching online. Hmm. There was like fifteen people watching on Zoom, hmm. and you know forty people in the room, which is quite unusual given uh, you know what we've seen before. I, I expect that we'll see a similar number of folks in person tomorrow. Do you have public comment on those? Always. Yep. And there was I thought you did one public comment from the floor and, and one public comment from. Um, you know, from the attendees, and I'm like, are, are we like, are we missing something, attendees? Hmm. Like, do you want to tell us anything? You just want like sort of listen. Um, but, you know, it's fine. I mean, uh, I, I'm not hiding from anybody. It's good work. My questions are usually pretty aggressive, hmm. and uh, you know, I got nothing to lose. Um, other big news: Angway, uh, the senior member of the team, uh, not running for re-election this oh. year after I think four terms, four four full terms, I think. So I'll be the last man standing, and then um, no one forward papers or caucus nomination to run uh and so sarah scoville will be running for re-election and sarah mcginley who you know who is our current handscum rep uh, looks like she'll be running for that seat mm -hmm. the open seat as well mm -hmm. so barring a write-in campaign uh, we'll see those two fill out the team uh you know after the election in march so it's good stuff it's great it's a nice summary of an exciting school committee it just, I mean, excited. I got home at 11.30, and I was just like, again, this is a late that's like, meeting. That's like a good time. Yeah, yeah, basketball, school meetings. Yeah, I think it's, as I told you yesterday, like, usually on a Sunday, I'm, like, up and about. I go to the gym early, and I got things to do. Yesterday, I'm, like, I'm, like, getting out of the upstairs until noon. And that was pretty good for me. Hmm. Um, Dave, are you a sledder? Am I a sledder? Are you a sledder? I know you're a skier. Are you a sledder? Actively, no. I mean, I'll take the ghost sledding. Did you sled as a youth? Yes, I did. So, you know, do you know, you know what the, LA, the Sun Journal asked as readers? The um, best sledding spots or in the Twin Cities. Or best sledding accidents. So, I, I, they, uh, there were six places listed in the Lewiston Sun Journal's readers' informal poll of yep. best places to sled in Lewiston, Auburn. Yep. Uh, I'm going to give uh, you a couple uh, guesses. Wait, wait. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just off the top of my head. Uh, in, I mean, there was a great hill over at Bates in Lewiston. That Mount David on the yeah, Bates College campus. Is, they, they said it's good, but quote, it's treacherous. It's dangerous. Oh, wicked! It's all trees and everything is awful. Okay, so Bait, that was the last one named yeah. in the article. Mount used to be David. one called Brant's Hill, which was in Auburn, but that oh. is now being developed. That was a great place, Brant's Hill. Okay, good. It was good. huge. Good, good. Brant with a D or Brant without a T? With a T. Brant. I'm going to guess like uh, golf course, Martindale. No, I don't have I don't have no, that on well. here. 
Um, give you two more guesses and I'll read. Goff Hill would be great, but that 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 would be deadly. That's a that's a mean street. Deadly. deadly. It's a mean street. Oh, I'm trying to think of other hills. I'll give you one. M- Mike McGraw Park in Lewiston. Yeah. Lisbon Community Federal Credit Union in Lisbon. <laughs> Sherwood, in Lisbon. Hi- Lisbon. Sherwood Heights Elementary School. Sherwood Heights is near D- DB. That's right near Dana Bureau. That's a good place. The Heights implies there's yeah. probably an incline there. Yeah. Uh, Auburn's Chestnut Park Hill. Auburn's Chestnut, Chestnut Park, Park Hill. Hill. Uh, the hill at Pettengill Park. Oh God, yeah, that's that's. So there used to be a ski jump there. Growing a ski up, ski jump. You, oh, there's a, a great ski picture. Jump? Like no. Nordic ski jump. Oh yeah, I mean, like Eddie the Eagle. Oh yeah, I mean Jen's Jen's uh, brother's dad used to go off this thing when he was. Uh, yeah, like right. aerials? What are we yeah, talking let about? Let me just uh, Google this real quick. That's amazing. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you nailed it. The treacherous Mount David, named yeah. after you, of course. Named after David Geller is the number is the is the da- most dangerous sledding situation over there in the Twin Cities. But I'm so like you like a Nordic ski jump with a barn, a lift, and, and you go down and you soar. Oh right yeah, on. just give me. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, and, they, and, they, and they took it down because um, because people were going off of there on their bikes. You know, yeah. I, we we talked about abandoned ski areas before. Yeah, you and I like the like Prospect Hill and Waltham. There used to be a ski area, and over there in Woburn near Horn Pond, there was a ski area which you can kind of still see the ruins of. Yeah, so I'm into like these uh, these fossils of, of of ancient skiing civilization around New England. All right, he's going to show up. me this picture. This, go. Is, this, this is this is, this is great radio. Jump. Right that is a legitimate ski jump. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, it's all wooden. And they... A wooden. It's like a wooden roller coaster. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. So you can still you can still you can still do sledding off there. right there. Yeah. yeah, there's a real. What year was Eddie the Eagle? Was he 88? Um, Eddie the Eagle 88, yeah, 88 that, 92. Yeah, yeah. I think he really I think he really spoke. Sherwood to Heights, Pennington. Yeah, Pennington would be. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Oh, that's great. I'm glad that you agree with the, with the Sun Journal. Yeah. You watching um, anything good? Um, I'm or watching watching comedy. They tell you about like Billy Burr. They tell you. Took yeah. Bill for last time. Yeah, Solid. Yeah. Good. And Jen and I. Oh. Here we go. So Maddie went to see a play Friday night with a friend. A play. Waltham, a little shop of horrors. But Jen and I had a night out. You had a night out? Actually, it was a night in. And a said, night out that was in because Maddie was out. <laughs> let's, 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 um, let's watch something. And um, we watched this Netflix show with the machete <gasps> checker. Have you seen that? Wait, the one, the one, the, the, um, smash, 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 smash. I saw that. I'm like, I remember that guy. I've never, I've never even you heard remember the story. This. Never smash, smash, smash. What a, did you watch the documentary? So the funny thing is I finished Fauda and I started watching that cause I'm like, I'm not quite, and I fell asleep immediately. So I woke up and I'm like, Oh, I forgot to turn off my phone because I, it was I won't, still I won't, on. You, I won't ruin it. I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch it. It's a hundred percent gonna it was, watch it. You know, it was. It, so these documentaries can be really. You know, do, there's so much stuff out there. And it was captivating to start off, and it was disturbing at the end. But you don't remember that when it happened? Nope. And it made you think a lot about various stuff. I can't um, wait to see this. Yeah, it was worth a watch. And it's short though, right? It's short. They could have. You know, there's some stuff they could have done better, but you know, it delivered, and it was like, yeah. And so the crazy thing is, I did. I know the story. Huh? Did Jen remember the story? No, you never, no. We, this is all brand new to us. Like, where, it's where, called where, where, the, where, where, the hatchet wielding hitchhiker. One yep. hour twenty five. Yep. On my list. Watch it, absolutely. So I watched that. That was worth. When it. When that happened, that was like, I said that constantly for like two weeks around people because it was like, 
Like, remember like all these old videos, like the Whole Foods parking lot song? Oh, yeah. And the, and the guy that jumped on the ice in Germany that was the ice, not the water? Yeah, yeah. Like, these are all around the same time. Like, yeah. like back when the internet was actually, like, amazing yeah, yeah. and funny before it sort of descended into hell. Yeah. Like, these were the things that really... Yeah. And we're talking, like, Double Rainbow. Like, these are... Yes, these, they these, talked these, about that stuff on there. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's great. These are, like, you know, a wonderful, like, 2011, like 12, these... 13. Yeah. No, no, no disinformation. Just yep. like joy and chaos. And this guy was, I can't wait to watch. It's it worth now. it, me, because oh because you know, because you know of it, it's gonna be more enjoyable. To you. Well, I, I didn't mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, because having know the, read the description, like there's things happen afterwards which I don't know yeah, about, that's which I, I'm gonna find out. You'd be like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll oh talk wow. About um, we're also watching Breakpoint, which is that Netflix show about tennis. Oh yeah, Jen's watching that. Which is you know. Netflix takes these sports, which people kind of know about, and really tell the personal stories in a really creative way, like they did with Formula One and some soccer teams. Um, so we've watched. I thought that was a, a, re- a remake initially on the Patrick Swayze movie. Right, exactly. I, I, I did. I they, made, they made a remake of they that. They did, one, yeah, yeah. Which was okay. I didn't watch it. Um, you know, I'm not a huge tennis fan, but it's interesting. Uh, I will say that the, the episode about American Taylor Fritz just comes across as such an arrogant hmm. California. Hmm privileged loser sorry and my wife and I like can we just skip hmm. the part when he wins because like we didn't want to see that yeah <laughs> but the other characters are fairly sympathetic and interesting and engaging so we're watching breakpoint we're watching the hbo show the climb which is the jason momoa like hike uh mountain climbing mountaineering um climb racing competition it's yeah. really really cool and uh-huh. it makes you realize like how strong other people are and how strong you are not even though I was compared to Bruce Lee, as we talked about last time. So I'm busy watching a lot of stuff. But again, Fauda takes the cake. Again, spectacular. And I look forward to our born team. So I almost almost Fauda. watched some soccer on. I put on my Peacock. And like, what's on Peacock? And there was some soccer on, but Terrible. I couldn't get it. Terrible. See, when, when Liverpool is not playing well, I actually can't listen to soccer podcasts and watch soccer because I'm too upset and they're playing like garbage. But full marks to Bornstein for his Arsenal Arsenal pulling out a big win there in stoppage time. Top of the table. And my fantasy soccer team is loaded with Arsenal folks, which keeps on playing. Yeah, well, James is obsessed with the EPL fantasy and he wrote me into it. So it's um, great. It's it's fine, but it's it's super disappointing. And hopefully they'll make... um, They'll make headway in the Champions League. But again, just super sobering to watch Chelsea and Arsenal drop like a billion pounds in Euros and transfer and bring in like amazing new players. Liverpool bought one guy. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Kind of like the Red Sox. Oh, wait, Dave, they have the same owners. So kind of hard to be a Red Sox and Liverpool fan when their owners aren't investing in the team. But quite rewarding so, to be a Bruins fan, Dave, as you went yesterday. Say, the, the curse of the Garden is over. I, Dave went I to was a, so. Dave went to a game. Goals. Please score some goals. And uh, nice was it four nothing four over nothing. the Shacks. It was a great game. Nice. They looked really good. I mean, the Shacks, you know, aren't the best. You know, they're not the same caliber right now as the Bruins. Still the Bruins look so good. Their goal differential is twice as good as anybody else's. They would just dominate. They dominated so much. And it was a really great game. So here's here's the debate, right? So should they chase the all-time points record for the regular season, or should they rest? That's what I was. Yep. And make a run at the cup, right? Because it's hard to do both. Like we've seen great teams like the Warriors and the Patriots go through these regular seasons that are unbelievable and then run out of gas at the end. So I think the ha- the answer has to be championship first, regular season second, but the season is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean I think that um I mean I'm no I'm no you know, I follow hockey but I'm not no expert analysis of it. I think that these teams they have um 
they have like one speed, right? And they and just just you know go all out, win all time. But I think that they have to. I think injuries are the big thing they have to watch for, right? So I think uh, it's also a long season, buddy. It's a, lo- it's it's a, a wicked long, season. not even halfway there, right? It's a long season. It's a long season. So yeah, so it was a great game, you know. And a couple of things that were kind of cool about it, um, besides the win, was the. Uh, it wasn't family days. So people were drinking. No, there was drinking. <laughs> okay. uh, oh, there was drinking. Good, nice crowd though. Nice crowd. Very, I mean, people around us really was nice. Was it five o'clock game? Four? Seven, seven. Oh, it was a night game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that so was, it was really a great game. Yeah. Um, Sunday night game. You no, know, um, Omen broke his skate. I've never seen that before. Uh, his like his blade fell off. He was like stuck in the ice. It's the weirdest thing. He, he had to kind of push himself off on one skate, and then they, and then they playfully like pushed him off. And and Maddie's like, why can't he just come back on? I said, well, they have to change his skate. You know, it's a he's wearing a lot of equipment. Yeah. <laughs> so they so Shaman went out there. So it was like a two goalie game, which was kind of neat um, they, and during the fan of the game montage when they picked the fan of the game which was a baby that won you know, being held up by his dad next thing you know um, Owen was back again but it was a great game good win I really wanted to um, were, you on the, were you on the Jumbotron I was not that I know of what yeah. Dave yeah. you're breaking you're, you broke the street that's okay we'll be there we'll be you're back always the, on the Jumbo we'll I know I, took it. I, I saw that you're wearing, I saw that you're wearing your jersey you're I think all jersey. three of you are wearing some Bruins gear Yep. Good um, work. Good work. Jen, that, that, that sweatshirt that Jen had on was, was was thrifted up in North Conway. Get lost. Yeah, yeah true, true. Um, I love that. Well, I'm really happy. And where'd you park? I parked at MGH. <laughs> so why'd you ask me where we parked? Well, because I was going well, to see what the walk was. And, and, uh, like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, it wasn't. Well, you took us the wrong way last time. Right? We took a wrong turn. You're like, damn, we're the wrong way. What are we doing here? What are you throwing like, me under the walking button? Minutes, there was construction in the middle of the road. Which and there was construction of MGH. They tore this whole. Well, they're putting up a whole new building there right next to MGH. So it used to be right by the two parking garages. Because yeah, yeah. you know MGH well. Yeah, yeah. There's, the, there's the. When you go in, there's one on the left and the right. Yep. And the one on the right. If, if when you leave, you can go out and back back to the main, you know, to the uh, yes. Fruit Street, whatever. Yes. But there used to be just this little brownstone there that 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 couldn't have yeah, been gone. <laughs> but it was. It must have been worth a billion. This thing was like three stories. A billion. Dollars. Just this brownstone, right? Yeah, yeah. Like who owned that? But there was nothing. There was a pot. There was kind of like a uh-huh. like a lot uh-huh. there. And MGH must have bought it. The whole, everything's gone. Can you imagine? Another that, building. That's gonna be like a billion dollar piece. I mean, of they, land, they took you know? they 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 took over part of the jail, right? Yeah. You know, the jail parking lot. I mean, they, they I mean, keep putting I mean, stuff David, there. One of the best hospitals in the world. You know? Nonprofit. It's a nonprofit too. <laughs> they're they're which making is plenty great. of money. Stopping you. No one's profiting except the except. So somebody. speaking of the Red Sox, I was in the. I was talking to <laughs> uh, talking to a um, uh, a guy in the office, a patient in the office, a couple weeks ago, and talking, talking about the talking Red Sox, asking about you know the trades. He goes, Yeah, that chain. He's not doing. A good Shame. job. And I'm like, I'm like, it, it, it's it's Chaim, and he's like, what? Shame <laughs> that no Shane way. Bloom guy, Shane Bloom, and Joan Henry are, uh, getting booed off the stage at the Red Sox winter weekend in oh, Springfield yeah, yeah. on Friday. You know what? They freaking deserve it. So it's, it's, it's such a piecemeal, half-assed approach to roster. But like, please prove me wrong. But again, like it's just like Liverpool, like you gotta you gotta spend, but they and they're spend charging a billion dollars for tickets and merchandise. Like, what are we doing here? Just spend bring, better, bring back the, be bring better, back the magic. Uh, and like you know, we're you know we, we respond to winning around here, you oh, know? yeah, and not not you know last place seasons every other year and uh, and bad choices. So yeah, but I broke the curse, which is good. But you like, broke the garden because I think they were really gonna important. I think they're gonna kick me out, you know. But now I'm looking, yeah. So all good. Okay. Well, I'm really happy that you went and they won. And what time did you get home? 10? 10? 10 ish? 15 or so, yeah. Well today. done. Stay right to the end. Maddie was like looking tired, but she's like, Do you want to go? I want to stay. Okay. Good for Let's stay in. Stay in. Had a good time. Had some Sunday, pizza. Sunday night. You yeah. ate You ate before or you ate, ate there? Ate there. Had a little sales pizza. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Well, David, that's what I'm talking about. Well, listen. We'll be there. Um, big week ahead. Anything exciting in your end? 
Not really. We're going to try to go. Uh, just working. Um, board health meeting tomorrow Ooh. night. Not sure. Uh, the agenda's nothing major on the agenda. Um, Making those meetings boring again? Is that the objective? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do. Bo- boring meetings are better. And yeah, maybe try to go ski next weekend. Maybe see Jossie up in Portland. Um, all good. Can't you? sit still. Can't how, sit still. And David. Yes. We are less than a month away. For my birth, for the hundredth birthday bash. Bunch, uh, yes, we've talked about it offline. There's gonna, there's we gonna, could, we, could, we could just send on craft room, craft hall. That could be a place. Could that handle like people? Oh yeah, like a group of people all coming, standing, to, definitely standing, standing together. Of. So there, there's gonna be a gathering at some point in between February fifteenth and twenty first of uh, friends and foes of uh, Broskel Geller and this podcast. We're gonna be celebrating our fifty fifth and forty fifth birthdays. So I, I feel about a hundred right now, Dave. But I'm looking forward to celebrating with you in a little bit. And uh, having a good time and taking I just got to say, I'm just getting a, um, I just got a text from uh, Lexington School System. Saying? You tell me. What? Who goes to school more than us? Nobody. Exactly. What, are you canceling tomorrow? Nope. What? What rhymes with early release? Early, it's already 1130. I know. Really? Come on now. All right, David. The only district which had a, which had a wind day. Yes. Which Lexington. delayed because of like not, a half inch of slush. Not good. And now because it'll be three inches of snow at seven o'clock, you got to leave the school early. Not good. I love Lexington. Not good. Way to go. Um, Where were we? Oh, yeah. Listen, every, ta- every town is different. It's absolutely fine. Birthday celebration. We are, we are in school. We're going to be in school. I'll be open today until 6. Like, I'll, I'll drive home in a little bit of snow and we'll be able to handle it. So, there it is. Birthday celebration. Well, listen, Dave. Happy Shabbat. Happy, happy Shabbat. I'm going to go plant some trees. Um, maybe watch a rabbit. Maybe watch <laughs> chew, chew um, a Well, you're going to watch Father. I'm going to watch that, that hitchhiker yeah, show. Yeah, I got a lot more to do, though. I got a lot more work to do than you. You have a lot more work to do. I gotta do watch Fauda. Oh, I'm like, like, am I not busy? <laughs> no, no, no. Thanks, Stop buddy. picking on me. You look, so, ti- you look you're tired. So important. You look tired and you're not busy. Yeah, I texted you, like, yeah, you last night. Like, I'm exhausted. You're like, you look at it. I'm like, you can't see me. I can feel it. You can feel it. Well, I'm energized this morning, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back here for episode 84 sometime soon. Uh, have a good week, Dave. Great to see you. And we will talk to you next time. Thank you, Dan. What Do We Know is written by Dan Broskell and Dave Geller and produced by Terry Samaris from Lex Media and Lexington, Mass. Our theme music is from Joey Freeman, whose music you can find on SoundCloud. We'll see you next time.